Underwear Podcast. So I feel like I should preface this episode by saying that we just finished with three days of anime Midwest in Chicago, Illinois. Oh my goodness. I'm tired. I'm so tired. This has been a very long weekend for us. We um we made some very crazy decisions. Basically, uh are you gonna hear the AC? Oh, yeah, you're probably going to hear the AC because we're doing this from our hotel room. So, apologies for any background noise. We're also very close to the O'Hare Airport, so you'll probably hear a plane every now and again. Uh, Possibly a belch from my wonderful co-host because... Sushi! Because sushi. So, yeah, seven total cosplays between the two of us. Yep, we did. And then six panels. So for cosplays this time around, I did San from Princess Mononoke for Friday. Um, there's Saturday morning. I don't know why I'm going backwards in time. Saturday morning, uh, we did Crowley and Aziraphale from, from Good, Good Omens, Omens uh, requested by Brie. And Saturday evening, we did Finnis and Rin from Lost Song. And finally, today on Sunday, because this is when we're recording it, we were Miguel and Tulio. Tulio and Miguel, mighty and powerful gods, gods from <laughs> Road to El Dorado. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we I had a blast. S- I still think I had the most fun as Crowley and Aziraphale. Yeah. Partly because like it was really easy to get in character for them because we're basically Crowley and Aziraphale in real life. Yeah, a little bit. Miguel and Tulio were fun. A lot of people recognized us, and I think it's a great throwback that people don't mm-hmm. always talk about. We did the femme versions, but I don't know. We, had, we were very busy today, so I don't feel like we really had an opportunity to get into character and like run around con. Um, I mean, I got to twirl a lot. You got to twirl a, ra- a lot in your skirt. We sang a lot of Disney this weekend, too. We did sing a lot of Disney this weekend. We also had six panels this weekend. Let's mm-hmm. see if we can remember all of them. Oh. We hosted Align That Character, It Lives, Creative Searching for Sanity, Women Make Anime, uh, How to Train Your Disney, How to Train Your Disney, Creative Liberties in Art, Cosplay, and Life. Each of those were an hour long. We were not necessarily prepared for all of them well i mean yeah i think we did decently well especially considering this is our first time hosting panels together yeah we took on a lot people seemed to enjoy it (laughs) at least they told us they enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) they told us to our faces that they enjoyed it who knows they said behind our backs faces behind our faces (laughs) (laughs) tired and we've been eating crap all weekend. Oh my god. Like, I forgot. We did not eat as bad at Katsu. No. But I forgot how poorly people eat at conventions. And, like, they had, um, Anime Midwest had a con suite area, mm-hmm. which had ramen and rice and other, like, Nachos. salty goodies. But the thing is, it's all, like, processed carbs. Yeah. And it's so bad for your body and i'm just sitting here as an adult because there's a lot of younger people that come to this con as an adult i'm like i can't do this anymore i need some proteins oh my god i need real food i need something green 
And like the hard part is because it is free. It is a free item to eat and you're busy all the time. So it's like, just go grab food and chow down. But I think the next um, con that we stay in a hotel for, oh, there, there isn't even like a good way to plan for it. Cause I was about to say like, oh, like we should get a cooler and like, you know, keep, keep like food that is halfway decent for you. But I don't know how, what were we? gonna go to the ice machine every every day to get yes. more ice and pray it doesn't melt in the uh hotel room maybe next time we definitely bring some protein powder or like at least protein bars like yeah. something easy to munch on like mm-hmm. and i think most cons don't even have like a con suite so no. like there's no guarantee that we'll have right that opportunity next time so but despite being in chicago like where we're at there really isn't a whole lot in walking distance yeah like besides like a 7-eleven and some moderately expensive restaurants yeah i mean like when we were at katsukan like there was a lot within walking distance which is interesting because that was like a, a relatively small river town like that specific area yeah specific area but i mean it was part of dc and dc is fairly oh what's a good way to describe dc all of their um prospective communities have their own prospective economies yeah i can understand that i mean i it's interesting to look at it because it kind of sheds light on why much of the coasts don't recognize chicago as a legitimate city which is kind of sad being right by the airport i think did a lot of disservices for food it's mostly like there's probably what a dozen hotels in the immediate area yeah so and then like each hotel has like a restaurant and since it's a hotel it's not exactly the cheapest food on the planet no gosh i think we might have spent more I think we spent more on food, yeah. And we we even got sushi at Katsu, too. Because I was thinking, oh, well, maybe the sushi was more expensive. But no, we got sushi sushi. at Katsu, too. And we were at Katsu for more days. Yeah. I don't want to look at my bank account when we get done here. No, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That said, though, um, the room wasn't too bad. And we got reimbursed because we hosted so many panels. Yeah. I definitely have to say, hosting six panels to get reimbursement for our tickets... Mm-hmm. reimbursed for our tickets was worth it yeah i 100 percent agree and honestly i think the highlight of my time here was actually getting to talk to all the people who came to our panels yeah i'm i'm very very happy that our panels were surprisingly accepted <laughs> i find that a lot of anime cons don't necessarily always have creative non-cosplay focused panels mm. So it was really nice getting to, you know, find artists and find Mm -hmm. writers and people who do other kinds of creative pursuits because they are also people here that are not cosplayers necessarily. And they it can be difficult for them to find ways to network and find information because this like a lot of other creative pursuits don't have conventions with content like that so it was really great you know getting the opportunity to offer our knowledge as i was gonna call us middle aged (laughs) (laughs) hello young adult creatives i'm not there yet no well i see middle aged as like we're not teenagers and we're not like early 20s i didn't mean middle aged isn't like we're 45 (laughs) like bish i know i'm older than you but like i'm not 30 yet
a brief interlude. Do do do. You're so muffled because your hands are in front of your face. I'm so tired. I don't care. So you guys need to understand like how my trip started. Hmm. Like I've had so much fun this weekend and I've met so many incredible people and getting to dress up like my favorite characters, uh, Aziraphale and Tulio was an absolute treat, especially Aziraphale. But my trip started off with my Amtrak arriving three hours late to my station and it just consistently got later and later and later as we were traveling on the tracks to the point where finally like another passenger and I decided to get off and then take an Uber the rest of the way and I'm pretty sure I gave poor Melanie a anxiety attack. When your friend tells you that she got off of a train with a complete stranger and got into a car with them and then you call them and that complete stranger answers the phone. Is that a wise idea? Yeah, no, I kind of like, who, who the F are you? Give my phone to my friend. And then, of course, he had to be all like funny about it. And I'm like, no, absolutely fucking not. You are going to stop this shit and give my phone to my friend. Otherwise, I will come punch your ass down and you don't want to know where I'm going to bury your body. And just like that, we've earned our E-rating. We already earned our E-rating. Put a swear word in our teaser. Each episode gets its own E-rating. What? Yeah. Dang it. I didn't know that. Well, the way we have to set up our podcast, though, is you set it up in general settings. Oh. Yeah, like, our podcast is already explicit. <laughs> we got explicit from the get-go. But, I mean, our our panels kind of went that way a little bit, too. Oh, my gosh. I tried. So, I tried not to swear because there are younger people here. But then right. swearing is just kind of something we do when we are talking about passionate topics. Right. Like, it's, <sighs> it's kind of just part of my passion vernacular. But, I mean, let's let's break down our panels. So, like, our first one started off with, Align that character, mm-hmm. which was honestly a phenomenal way of starting out this con because we had this incredible discussion with like what a room full of like 40? There was probably like a good 40 people there. Yeah. Like all of us kind of uh, not screaming about D&D alignments. It was a good debate session. It was a good debate session. I love the characters that people threw out. I remember uh, we had Ash Ketchum. John Wick, Wick, Marty McFly, yeah. like it was really great. Like everybody was getting into it, and there was a lot of debate and and a lot of different interpretations. Yeah, especially no, when it came to the lawful side of the. Chart. Yeah, there was um some serious discussion regarding like what is lawful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never, <laughs> sadly, I shouldn't have hosted this panel because I've never actually played D anD. d um everybody's kind of assumes that i've played before i guess but nobody's actually ever invited me to play very intimidating sad face it's probably because they all know i'm chaotic neutral (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) but so it got down i i interpret (laughs) anyway (laughs) i interpret lawful as staying true to the law of the land Mm -hmm. Because a lot of it is the D and D alignments are how society interprets your behavior, not necessarily how you interpret your behavior. So we can't 
see what you're thinking, which is what a lot of the people in the panel were saying was Mm -hmm. that person staying lawful to their personal code, which I can understand. But given the fact that we can't see their personal code, we don't always know if they're staying true to it or not. Right. So that was actually a huge discussion. Is that the one where somebody was like, can we get back to actually talking about... I think we got on... We got on some tangent. We got on a morality discussion at one point. And one of these young ladies in the the room was like, can we get back to aligning characters? characters? (laughs) It was great. I'm actually really happy she did that because... It's one of those things where she knew what she wanted out of the panel and yeah. she directed us back. And I respect that. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm I'm glad that we were able to create an environment that people were able to reach out that way. Yeah. They felt comfortable to voice their opinions. Yeah. And that's great. I honestly, if we do more panels, I want to do more like that. I agree. I don't know what else we're going to do. We're going to have to like, get really creative, but I want to do those. But I mean, a lot of our panels turned out that way, though. I also think it's just like you and me, though. We are mm. – I think we offer a very non-judgmental atmosphere. And we're, we debate among our – what are you laughing at? <laughs> you, think, are you calling me judgy? I think anyone who knows either one of us in person thinks of us as way more judgmental than any of the people who came to our panels did. But, like, there are certain things we're judgy about and creative pursuits aren't – like, we accept people. So Melanie and our Melanie and I both have very passionate personalities and in some situations we can come off as more judgmental than we really are. Mm. Um, and it kind of depends on who we're talking to and why we're talking to them because we've, we've talked about a lot of different things this weekend, whether it's uh, writing or cosplay or Disney and with I love you but sometimes when you communicate you like shut people down like you have a very like you didn't do this during the panels but like post panel when you would talk one-on-one with some people you just be like no <laughs> these are my thoughts <laughs> done <laughs> now I'm sitting here going when was this conversation um I think it was actually after the D&D alignment conversation because we're you got into a societal conversation with someone with a gentleman and (sighs) that topic I can't even remember what it was about it's one of those things where I just wanted to tell the poor guy like just just stop you're not gonna convince I think he he's the one that legit came back to the rest of our panels I think he's the dude is that him I think so I think that was him because you remember oh no the sweet one the sweet one the guy that came to our last panel. Yeah. Tra- yeah, I think that's him. He was so sweet. That's why I was like, I think that was like why in that moment I was like, oh, Melody, 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 you're doing your shutdown thing. You're doing your shutdown thing. But okay, I have an issue with people. I think it was regarding inherent morality. Mm. And the thing is, I have serious issues with people saying morality is inherent. You are not born with morality. Morality is something you learn. Why are you giving me that look? I'm trying not to rattle the ice in my container. Just give me a second to like just say you need a drink. It's fine. My wonderful listeners, I am drinking an iced chai. You botched that so I bad. did. Thai iced tea. I'm tired. Not even close. <sighs> my dear listeners, I am listening. Why? <laughs> yup. 
<laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> we got Thai iced teas with our dinner. And so if you hear any ice rattling, that is me drinking some because I need the caffeine because I'm dying slowly. <laughs> caffeine? I don't think there's any caffeine in that. Isn't it black tea? I I don't know. It tastes like black tea. Okay. Not enough caffeine for me. You cut this woman and she bleeds caffeine. <laughs> like, we'll get coffee and five minutes later, she's throwing her container away and I'm like, I still have my entire thing left. <laughs> yeah, I love the comment throughout the weekend of, oh, I know which one's mine because you drank more. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing until like I put mine down at one point in the hotel room and I was like, hers was right next to mine and I picked both of them up and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty obvious which which coffee is usually mine. So, oh, okay, back on topic, really quickly. I just I have issues with people saying that morality is inherent because mm-hmm. those people, I feel like those people haven't seen the world mm-hmm. and realized that morality is very like based on the construct of society you live in. The morality we have in America is not the morality that is inherent, quote unquote, in other cultures ethics is very close to morality and if you look at other cultures their ethics are different than ours so that's why i know that morality is not inherent and of course that's just a particular topic because of my book that i was working on and everybody was like trying all my beta readers were like your character's morals are so bad and i'm like her morals aren't the same as yours open your mind so angry i'm i am raining in the anger right now so bad <laughs> we're lucky that she's tired otherwise we'd get way I'm more s- of this <laughs> i just don't want to blow out the mic <laughs> thank you for your consideration okay so moving on and back on topic back on topic so that was our first panel and it went let's just suffice to say our first panel went extremely well yeah way better than i thought it was gonna go <laughs> Oh, 100%. I think it set this con on the right foot. Yeah. Despite the fact that uh, we didn't get into our room right away. No, we kind of had to wait a split second. Um, our second... I almost said what you did earlier. Our second con... <laughs> <laughs> our, our second, second panel, panel was... It lives! I live! A la Frankenstein. Um, I always go for Mushu. Okay, I literally had Frankenstein on our... I know, but in my mind, I keep going, now tell me which mortal needs m- my protection today. Just <laughs> say the word and I'm there. Decide on you, decide on, on your, your cow. cow, decide on your whole family. Welcome to our podcast. We just quote movies. <laughs> Except for her and I rarely watch the same we thing. We do not watch the same things at all. But most of the quotes that we have, we, we know. Yeah. Okay, anyway, back to... Back. It lives. So It Lives is a character creation panel where we kind of broke down the elements of what go into making writing, cosplaying, theatering a character. So all of the elements like who, what, where, when, why, how, you know, all of the stuff that brings the character to life and takes it from your mind translatable to another human yeah make them as realistic and human as possible even if they're not necessarily human we had a lot of great conversations with audience members that 
we're curious about different techniques in writing on how to portray physical attributes without you know doing the whole cliche like oh i look in the mirror and i see my sapphire blue eyes and my amethyst hair you wore amethyst hair this week oh, i know it was more like lilac it was lilac um we also got into getting into a character physically so like mm-hmm. if you're portraying them out in the real world like how do you learn the most about them how do you learn their mannerisms which was actually really great because at that time we were in crowley and azira crowley and azira fail and for crowley specifically um i mimicked the very unique walk he does in good omens mm-hmm. um and i'm so happy that somebody was like oh my god you even did the walk that's like that was super exciting for me because that's good for my posture so bad oh my goodness worth it she was also doing this in like three inch boots so you know what i just have to wear my heels <laughs> i hate you <laughs> Um, um, so yeah, it was really great to be able to show off Crowley's walk and how like I interpreted, I, excuse me, I incorporated, incorporated, how, incorporated. <laughs> how I incorporated Crowley's walk into my cosplay, which is what some cosplayers like to do. They really want to embody, embody the character, mm-hmm. embody the character when they're cosplaying. So I think yeah. it was really cool to be able to show that physically to the audience. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday, we started off our day with hosting Creatives Searching for Sanity. Oh my God, that was our first panel of the day, wasn't it? I know, because we had a super late panel on, we started our panels late on Saturday. We did. Um, That was interesting. <laughs> uh, it got a little, got a little cynical because sanity for creators is, unfortunately very reliant on the rest of the world so like work life people the stresses that make it difficult to be a creative and get in the way of being a creative and that was basically what that panel was about in regards to figuring out ways to enjoy what you do and actually make time for it because it is a passion for creators yeah and you know we we talked a lot about um forgiving yourself Mm -hmm. For not meeting certain deadlines or not um, forgiving yourself for saying no to people, for turning people down, for projects that don't necessarily contribute to your passions. Because sometimes it can you can get into a people-pleasing cycle, or at least I can. I don't have that issue. <laughs> but what really touched me like at this particular panel, and I hope he doesn't mind me sharing, but we had one gentleman who came up to us afterwards... Um, letting us know that he really appreciated everything we had to say because he had just gotten done spending a couple of years home care for his father. And he appreciated the things we had to say because they motivated him to pick up some creative endeavors that he had put to the side in order to do those very, very important family care things. I think that sometimes it's difficult to remember what we enjoy doing and what life is about mm-hmm. when certain family things or social things or money things get in the way it can be difficult and sometimes you need someone else to remind you you loved this and this is an important part of your life mm-hmm. and it's going to be difficult but 
you should try and find at least a little bit of time to bring that back in because that's worth it. Yeah, you're worth it. You deserve it. And you should be able to enjoy life as well as take care of somebody else or whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. Later that night. Well, actually, like an hour later. Yeah, we we had back to back panels on that day. Um, anime we, and no women make, make anime. anime. Where basically we got to gush about some of our favorite female characters, and then we opened up the floor to everyone else. I talked about Erza Scarlet from Fairy Tale, Toka in Tokyo Ghoul. I talked about San from Princess Mononoke and Akane from Ranma One Half. And we also discussed Ceres and Integra from Helsing Ultimate because that is, those are two characters that we have actually personally cosplayed mm-hmm. before. We did that earlier this year at Katsukan. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're a ton of fun to cosplay. They are a ton of fun. And I, the, the whole point of the panel was to be very empowering for women. And women can be badasses and they can also be compassionate and fragile There is no one right way or wrong way or even one way to be a woman. And it was also really great because a bunch of the audience members had recommendations. Mm -hmm. And so we... Yeah, I walked away with like eight recommendations for anime and I'm so excited. We had a bunch of new anime to watch with more representation for badass women. Mm -hmm. And that's fantastic because in anime it can be difficult at times to find representation for strong women whether that's a badass or just a confident woman it's not a complete ditz and you know there are there are places where ditzy characters are fun Mm -hmm. but it's also nice to offer representation for young women on what they can be and not have to worry about fitting into a specific role yeah. So I like that there's a bunch out there that we can continue to watch and continue to support and see more of. Yeah. And like we we got into quite a few deep conversations during that panel, too, about um, the importance of that representation mm-hmm. and what it means to be able to see multifaceted female characters handling some very severe topics and the importance of allowing young women in particular, the opportunity to work through those heavy topics in a safe environment like anime. Yeah, we um, actually had a couple with their young child, Mm -hmm. a young woman, and, you know, they really discussed the importance of offering their daughter representation because it, it can be difficult, especially in the Western world where our main influence for young women is Disney. So it's nice having animation as another outlet to show young women that, hey, you don't have to be a princess. Mm-hmm. You can take pick up the sword and go fight some dragons yourself mm-hmm. or, you know, befriend the dragons, depending on who your role model is. Pretty much. And that brings us to today. Oh, man. Oh, so today. Speaking of Disney. Today started off with our panel, How to Train Your Disney. It was not as nice as it sounds. No, it was basically a critique on Disney and kind of gushing about the things that other stories have done better, kind of. (laughs) You think you were doing more of the gushing. I was more of the, like, Disney, you need to check yourself. (laughs) Check Check your your privilege. privilege. (laughs) 
Again, if you know that reference, please come find us on social media and let us know. Yeah, we were looking for more people who get our references. Oh my goodness. We could have gotten Hogwarts points this weekend. Dang it. So if anybody um liked any of the comments or remembers any of the comments um from our panels, feel free to leave us Hogwarts points or take away Hogwarts points based on the things we said in our panels. If you can remember that far back, because it's... <laughs> By the time we upload this, it's going to be a two week. weeks. Yeah, something like week that. Week and a half since con. So, yes, we are doing Hogwarts Championships. So, please vote for Slytherin. Vote for Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> We're um. so weird. <laughs> anyway, so Disney was um, – our How to Train Your Disney panel was basically – a critique of what Disney has done poorly in the past. Some of the... Some of the harm that they've accomplished. <laughs> yeah, some of the strides that they are making, because it's not all bad. There's nothing that's all bad or all good. It's very much a mixed bag. And we offered some other opportunities for animation that has done well, because Disney's not the only animator no. out in the world. There is... Um, I actually don't even know some of the... DreamWorks. Did they? Did Disney buy Pixar then? Yeah. Okay. DreamWorks has some stuff. Um, I don't actually know all the, the animation houses. <sighs> Who did Coco? Disney. Dream. Oh, see, I don't know. I don't pay attention. I'm just like a movie. But I mean, like we gave like some examples, like the Swan Princess, which is my personal favorite. Yeah, who, who does Swan Princess? Um, <laughs> what is the, the animation house for Swan Princess? Uh, all right, we're looking this up real time. I'm not editing this out, so we'll see. Melanie, keep talking. Oh, okay. Talking about... Yeah, so we offered Swan Princess, Anastasia, Willy Wonka. It's not technically animation, but it did kind of offer some representation um, just as, like, what it means to be a good person. I thought Willy Wonka was really good in that regard. Nest Family Entertainment. Who is that? Do they don't even know. exist anymore? Uh, and also Rankin Bass productions does i don't know of anything that they, they have done or crest animation <laughs> all the things well hopefully they're still in existence because they did wonderful work mm. um we've also recently found out today that well i found out today oh, at least into the spider-verse was another uh, into the spider-verse home mm-hmm. but we found out today that disney apparently bought anastasia yeah the house that does anastasia and That's- i'm I'm a little concerned about that because I'm afraid that now Disney owns it, they're going to try to redo it. And make it a live action? Oh, good God. Don't even get me started. And it's just one of those things where, like, it doesn't need to be redone. Certain things do not need to be redone. I'm really hoping that they just kind of <laughs> bought it for the money and they don't actually Did intend Disney to redo it. Did Disney buy Fox? What? If they bought Fox and they have the X-Men... Oh, no. Pirates of the Caribbean wasn't bad enough. I know that they've been trying to get the rights back from the from Fox for the X-Men. Did All they right. just straight up buy them out? Disney has enough money. We're seeing large corporations gobble up small corporations in every industry, so why not this one, too? Hmm. There's your cynical measure for the day. Uh, anyway. Uh, anyway. So, but before our panel even got started... <laughs> We arrived an hour early because I live in Eastern time zone and Chicago is Central time zone and my phone decided not to change over. So I thought all of our panels were an hour earlier than they were. 
Um, except for the panel before us, like, never showed up. <laughs> they just didn't show up. So we, like, legitimately just jumped around in our panel room for half an hour. Something like that. Playing Disney music. And singing. And there was this awesome uh, person who came in. They were cosplaying as Raven. and From they, Teen Titans. From Teen Titans. And they had a phenomenal voice. They have a degree from uh, I can't remember. I can't associates. remember. An associate. It was an associate. I think it's an associates in. It was musical theater. Okay. Or musical performance. One of the. Either way, it's a degree in music loveliness, and it showed because her voice was absolutely incredible. What I got out of that was the fact that she has a degree in musical theater and is working as a massage therapist, yeah. and it kind of just goes to show because neither of us work in creative fields no and it kind of just goes to show just how difficult it really is to be a creative nowadays because a lot of creative fields don't pay well no they don't unless you want to go uh self-employed that's really one of the only ways you're going to actually make enough money make the money you're worth i guess is the best way to put it right um but that comes with its own risks and struggles and right tax issues speaking of which support us on our patreon (laughs) (laughs) we still need to make a tax (laughs) i know anywho uh so yeah how to train your disney again a lot of great conversations about representation Mm -hmm. that was kind of a really uh consistent thread throughout this weekend was discussions on representation of all kinds which i find interesting considering we're two white women (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm an Iraq war vet. I'm bi. I'm nothing. I am your stereotypical white female. But at least you're awake-ish. Awake-ish. Love you. Not right now. <laughs> Not right now. I'm tired. Not right now. My contact is burning. Oh, gosh. I'm glad that we were able to have those conversations. I think the, the biggest problem is sometimes people just don't listen to the people who need the representation. Right. So you have to have someone that you see is on your own level say it to you. And that's awful. But at the same time, if we can open someone's mind to the representation that needs to be given to other people. Right. I will happily do it. And if I'm doing it wrong, I hope somebody lets me know because I don't want to offer bad representation to anybody. Right. I want to see a very equitable world. Right. Right. Sometime in my lifetime, question mark. Yeah, that would be dreams. <laughs> Hashtag life goals. <laughs> Having discussions is going to be one of the biggest motivators and influences to get us there, though. Because if we don't talk about it, nothing's going to change. Right. Well, like, when when I say conversations about representation, it wasn't just what we see on the screen. It's also the people who are making the decisions. Yeah. You know, the writers in the room. And that was a huge topic about, like, how many animators are, are actually female at Disney. How many writers are female at Disney. Mm-hmm. That was a huge topic. Um, yeah, we're going to have to do some research and yeah, get back to you guys we, on that we one. We need to get some stats on that if we ever do that panel again. Wow. Well, I mean, really, we could do a whole – if you guys want an entire episode uh, devoted to that, let us know. Um, hit us up on Twitter at ShinySquirrelPo. You can also – Email us at shinysquirrelpo at gmail.com. If you guys have ideas for podcasts or things that you want us to discuss, we're happy to do so. We love 
discussing things and we're not we don't know everything in the world we don't know everything that's going on so we're happy to learn more and to you know broaden people's minds because mm-hmm. we too want our minds broadened yeah I, I, my brain my brain is small it needs to be filled my brain is named brina <laughs> minus brine <laughs> we are those people we actually have spent so much time analyzing our brains that we have now named them they have personalities of their own <laughs> and Dang it, Brian. Brina's extremely sassy. (laughs) (gasps) Anyway, we haven't gotten to our last panel yet. (laughs) I know. So that brings us to the last panel um, that that we did for Anime Midwest. And that was... Creative Liberties in Art, Cosplay, and Life. Which was in the medium stage. Yeah, that was in the biggest room here besides the grand stage. And I don't know why... (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm so glad it was because I wouldn't take back those memories for anything, even though it was a little awkward, but I don't think it was awkward. I mean we had a we had a nice small group. And it was, it was very an intimate, intimate conversation. Yeah, it was yeah. it was an intimate conversation. I think that we could have done better on that panel and had more information. Right. Um I will totally admit that I dropped the ball on that because I I pitched the panel idea. And then had absolutely no ideas when it came to actually writing the panel. Well, I, when I was writing my information for that, I, I didn't really think that anyone wanted an entire history on the evolution of anime styles. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really get too deep into it, but maybe I well, I don't know. The questions that got asked were very much like more representation questions. Right. Uh, but more on the mental health spectrum. Yeah, on the disability and mental health right. spectrum. Yeah, um, which is nice because there are all a hundred talks nowadays on uh, race representation and uh, sexuality representation, which they always need more. Yeah. I'm not saying we don't have, we have enough. We need more, but we still don't really discuss mental health or disability representation nearly as much. And that also still needs to be represented. So it's nice that there are people out there who notice there's a discrepancy right in representation. Yeah. And, and most of all asked, how they can influence getting better representation, how to discern uh, what is good representation. We'll discern between genuine representation and pocketbook genuine uh, pocketbook representation. I feel like if it's pocketbook though, it's usually not good. Right. It's gimmicky. <laughs> it's gimmicky. You can in the, tell. In the names of one of our audience members. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, wow. We both just was like, uh... yeah. But what I, one of our audience members turned us on to this great art series. Yeah, we uh, learned something new at our panel today. It was awesome. I think we learned something new every panel. We we are we very much leave it open for people to broaden our minds. I'm so sorry. Leave it open for people to broaden our minds as much as we're broadening theirs. Because I think a best panel is you learn something and they learn something. So the. Lovely person who came to our panel told us about um, the artist. I'm I'm so sorry if I say this name wrong. Arian Smith. 
um, who did a fantastic series mm-hmm. where she drew Disney princesses with service dogs. And I have been informed that she gave a specific, excuse me, they, uh, I don't know the artist gender, um, they gave specific reasonings behind each dog that was given to the Disney princesses, which is fantastic. Um, because it really shows that representation isn't that difficult. No. Um, we just kind of shy away from it. And I think a lot of it is the fact that we shy away from those topics in real life. Um, so I think it's awesome that there is representation out there. And I'm so happy that we can share that with you guys. So you can all ch- go check it out. That is um, the artist's name is spelled A-R-I-E-N. Smith is the last name. Common spelling. If I'm remembering this correctly, the artist's reasoning for doing that series was because they were trying to raise money to get their own service dog. Yes, I believe that is uh, the reasoning behind it from what we were told. We um, haven't had the time yet to actually read the article or do the research. Uh, hopefully we can get back to you guys on that. But I think that's that's an awesome way to yeah. offer representation and to assist yourself because I think art should be able to help people. And I think mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. We also talked about fan art. <laughs> we talked about fan art and fan fiction and how that offers people representation, but also offers newer creatives opportunities to really develop their craft mm-hmm. and feel like art is acceptable or accessible. Yes. Um, because sometimes it can be very daunting to step into a creative world, especially when you are constantly inundated with very fantastic artwork by experienced artists who've been drawing for 20 years or cosplayers who've been cosplaying for a decade or an author who has 12 best-selling novels. Like it can be very, very difficult mm-hmm. to feel like you can do it. So I think it's great that like sometimes we, you know, we, we, we find certain things a little cringy in, in fan fiction at least, but. But if you are a Destiel shipper award Gryffindor five points. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I will win this house championship. <laughs> I feel like you're bribing people now. What? No. With Destiel ships? Yes. I did see, I did see a, uh, I know this is like way off. I don't even care. Uh, huge shout out to the person who is cosplaying as Castiel today. With full wings? Yeah, they expanded it and everything. I was so, like, I was in awe. The, the cosplays are always exciting to see. And also a huge shout out to the techies <laughs> at Anime Midwest. They really hustled. Um, I think they might have been a little spread a little thin and understaffed. So 100%. And I, I think that kind of sucks for them because, you know, people don't always recognize that. Right. Um, so but they really, really pulled through and assisted us and other panelists and trying to make the best of the situation they were given. Yeah. And I mean, anytime I get to uh, sing some Disney songs with a fellow techie, I'm a happy camper. Uh, in the uh, middle medium? Medium. Medium. In the medium uh, stage. At the medium stage where our final panel was hosted, we hung out with a lot of the 
techies for the con and they're always cool people they're they're always there's they're great people we talked about mandolins and other string instruments we stole some double a batteries i'm so sorry i totally forgot to give you back your double a battery if you're listening we're sorry know that we appreciate you if i see you at another con i'll buy you a new one um and then they started putting on yeah they literally we were playing we were just like singing music and then they actually started playing the music for us to sing to which is fantastic yeah we pulled one of uh the portekis and into singing with into us. singing with us, uh, gave a beautiful rendition of Evermore from the live action Beauty and the Beast. Uh, shout outs to you and your wonderfulness. And uh, yeah, so then then con was over, and then then con was over. So here we are, three days later, sitting in our hotel room, our stuff halfway packed away, <laughs> and. I am so glad we took this trip. It, it's been a ton of fun, and I'm kind of super duper sad that you go home tomorrow, and I probably won't see you for the rest of the year. I probably won't see you till February. That sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Our friendship is very uh, Crowley and Aziraphale in that Crowley needs Aziraphale, but Aziraphale doesn't necessarily need Crowley. That's not true. Aziraphale needs Crowley. Uh, Aziraphale needs food. <laughs> Aziraphale does need food. <laughs> let's let's be real right now. <laughs> Fucking feed me. Can I tempt you to some lunch? <laughs> Temptation accomplished. <laughs> While I'm feeling super grateful, I want to shout out to all of the wonderful con goers that stopped us and asked us for our photos as our favorite characters. Yeah, I mean, it seems like such an imposition as the person taking the picture, but... Honestly, half the reason we go in cosplay is so that we can, like, be excitable about the cosplay with other people. Because right. we don't cosplay characters we don't like. We cosplay characters we love. And it's always awesome to see who else loves those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally love getting to, like, pose in character for pictures. I think that's so fun. Um, rather than just, you know, kind of smiling and wearing the clothes. So I really try to get into it for people. So it's something they can look back on. Oh, that said... If you guys saw us in any of our cosplays this weekend mm-hmm. and have photos that you end up sharing to social media, can you tag us? Because it's always really cool to like find people that we ran into and see who got our picture and everything. Um, I mean, I think that's always fun. Yeah. So um, you can just like you can just tag us um, hopefully on Twitter at shiny squirrel Poe. Or if you are only on Instagram, um, I'm on Instagram with cosplay. My cosplay is at Noel underscore cosplay. That's N-O-E-L-L underscore. Um, you can definitely tag us there and I will make sure to get it to Bree. Hi. Um, Bree's not on social media nearly as much. I handle a lot of the social medias. Yeah. I'm a social hermit, guys. Um, but yeah, it would be really cool because... Sometimes it gets busy and we don't always remember to take pictures of ourselves. <laughs> we're so, like, crazy busy. And we're always like, okay, what are we doing next? Okay, we should probably eat because we haven't eaten in six hours. Like, so it's always nice to, like, see pictures of ourselves in cosplays that we spent so much time on and mm-hmm. enjoyed being in. Yeah, and special thank you to everyone who returned to our later panels. Yeah, it, like... 
you may not realize it, but we actually recognized a ton of people. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really cool seeing people come back to a second panel or a third panel that we'd done. Partly because it means that you guys like what we're talking about. And it's nice to know that, like, we can offer information or support to creatives. Because that was a main theme for our panels. Yeah, 100%. And if you're listening to this podcast, if you didn't uh, join us at Anime Midwest, you know, like and rate our, well, you can't really like our uh, <laughs> podcast on- Like and retweet. <laughs> yes, like and retweet. So, um, <laughs> you know, rate and review our podcast on iTunes. We want to know what you guys are thinking. Uh, I'm not- I'll, I'll be completely honest. Uh, Melanie handles our upload situation, so I don't know what that kind of system looks like on Google Play or uh, Podbean. I don't know. Let me look at that. <laughs> We're bad at this. Okay, so we've never done anything remotely close to a podcast before. I think the closest I've gotten to a podcast is YouTube, and that was when I was still blogging, and I have stopped blogging last year, so it's been a while. Um, basically, like, just comment, like, share, subscribe, subscribe to all of our, um, podcasts, because that's how we know that you like our content and that you want more. Yeah. Um, and if you want to support us, come find us on Patreon at Chinese Squirrel Poe. We'll have rewards posted at some point. We will hopefully have, uh... Wait, on Patreon? Yeah. Rewards are posted. We have rewards posted? And and if you want to support us, come find us on Patreon. Patreon is going to be where we have all of our off-topic podcasts, as I'm sure some of the people that came to our panels realize. We don't stay on topic, squirrel, at all. We are really, really bad at that. Um, And we don't necessarily, like, as creatives, we don't really like to limit our creative natures and all the things we have to say. So we do want to share all of that with you so all of our off topic podcasts which we'll be posting between seasons will be available on our patreon um also there will be advanced versions um if you want to listen to our podcast early those will be available hopefully on patreon as well Mm -hmm. um and you know as we um continue to be creators in the future we'll hopefully add more stuff to our patreon so you guys can continue to be a part of the journey with us um yeah. Oh, on our Patreon, we also have a Discord option. So if you guys want to chat with us more than just like a tweet, because Twitter is awful with how many things you can say, um, you can subscribe to one of our tiers and that will offer you access to our Discord where you can chat with us more regularly. Alternatively, we also have our email. So if you guys have any specific comments or ideas, um, or you have like creative questions specifically that you want us to talk about, feel free to send that to our email, which is shinysquirrelpo at gmail.com. We check it regularly and hopefully, you know, we can answer some questions or talk about a topic that you really want to know more about. We're happy to do that. Mm-hmm. And with that, I think we're absolutely freaking dead tired. Let's go wash your face and put on face masks. We're going to go do face masks and eat mochi ice cream. High five to self-care. Yeah. Bye.